pipes and in this life, but son, we don't see shade. She got my eye, might make my wife. I know she wanna be saved. We spend a time, you have a good night. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Inside the Dome. Thank you to Aiden, as always, for that amazing intro. I'm Carlin Jacob. I'm joined today by no one. I'm currently up at my camp right now, and John is currently at State College. He just watched Penn State beat West Virginia, um, so we won't be able to record this first episode of our predictions for the season. So, if any of the audio sounds crazy or anything, it's because my whole setup's at home. I'm currently recording off of my laptop on my lap in my bedroom up here at 1230 at night. So please bear with me. Uh, any audio, we'll try to have it fixed in the future um, for when we travel. But anyways, back into sports. So me and John have promised our predictions for the season this week, and that's what we're going to provide with you. We're going to start with the AFC and NFC South, then we're going to move to the AFC and NFC West, AFC, NFC East, and then the AFC and NFC North. And then on Thursday, we're going to have a playoff predictions. And then a couple hours later is the kickoff to the season. So every single day from here until Thursday, you're going to have an episode from us of sports talking about the NFL, mainly our playoff and our season predictions. So that's what we're going to do. Uh, John is not here with me, obviously, but he did send me his playoff. I'm going to keep saying playoff. His season predictions. Uh, so I have that for you guys. We're just going to go through and talk about um the records for the overall season and then their divisional records. Um, With John's, I'm just going to mention them, and then I'm going to say mine and give my little thoughts. And when we go into this playoff predictions, I will talk about my f- John and I will go more more in depth about everything. These are going to be about twenty five ish minutes. I'm not crazy on how long it's going to be yet. Um, we haven't recorded any of these yet, and John will be with me for the next episode. Also, bear with me. This is my first ever episode by myself. Um, and I get to talk the whole time, so this is going to be very very interesting. But without further ado. I'm going to start with the NFC South um, and go through all of John's. And then I'm going to go through mine and break it down a little bit more. So coming in last, John has the Carolina Panthers going 4-13 and with a divisional record of 1-5. and Coming in right behind them will be the Atlanta Falcons, who will go 5-12 and with a record of 3-3. Three and three. Coming above the Falcons will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 6-11 with a divisional record of 4-2. And And then winning the NFC South will be New Orleans Saints with a record of 9-8 and and a divisional record of 4-2, getting the number 4 seed in the NFL playoffs. So, those are John's NFC South predictions, okay? We're going to move on to mine. Like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit about mine. And then when John comes back, he'll give his more opinions on the other teams when we get into them. But he's not here. He's just sending the records. So to keep up in date with how our playoffs are going to work, he sent them to me. 
Cool? Cool. All right. Coming in at the bottom of the NFC South are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going 3-13, and splitting their divisional record, being 3-3. Three and three. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are a very interesting team this year. Baker Mayfield is the starter for now with Kyle Trask and the Curtains. They're, they don't have a bad team with bad wide receivers and stuff. Just last year, Brady didn't look that good. And I know Brady was getting up there. But I do not like their new head coach that they got last year. I'm pretty sure it's Todd Bowles. Um, he did not do a good job at all last year. He wasn't good at anything as Todd Bowles. Um, play calling... Offense, defense, I just don't like him and what he's doing down in Tampa Bay. Baker Mayfield, he's okay. Um, he's not great. But I just don't think he's going to play that good down there. Um, I think he's almost out of the league, personally. I hope I'm wrong. Baker's a likable guy. He's bringing energy, and that's what he, they said down in uh, Tampa. But even the Steelers, uh, what's it called? The Steelers' second string was beating up their first string pretty good. So, for that reason, they're going 3-13. and um, They will not be the worst team in the NFC or the league overall, but they will be pretty low, going 3-3. and The divisional 3-13 and record. Above them, the Carolina Panthers going 4-12 and with the divisional record of 2-4. and Obviously, it's hard because they just got a rookie quarterback with Bryce Young. Um, they're all fresh and all young. If the team that's going to win the division didn't get the quarterback that they got, I would probably have them winning. Clearly, I don't, but my personal opinion, I would probably see them winning. They have a good team, just rookie quarterback. Um, I believe they have a new head coach this year as well. I just don't see them going that good. So... For that reason, I have them coming in third. Coming in second, surprisingly, was the Atlanta Falcons with a 7-9 record, 2-4 in division. Falcons, Bijan Robinson. That's basically all they have in Desmond Ryder. <coughs> so sorry for that. Um, Wow. <coughs> wow, I'm so, so sorry. Anyways. A seventy-nine record with a two and four division. Obviously, Bijan Robinson, Desmond Ritter. Um, not much to set. Clearly, I have them doing pretty well, though. Granted, I think they have one of the more easier schedules this year. Um, that's also hard. So I think they can pull off seven wins. Now, coming in first with a record of nine and seven and a divisional record of five and one, I have the Saints. The Saints with Derek Carr will help them out so much more. Obviously, they got draft picks because of Sean Payton. But they also have Alvin Kamara, though he's suspended for three games. But when he's out there, he's pretty good. And who who knows what the deal is with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is always up in the air about everything all the time. Um, So we'll see what happens there with him. But honestly, this Saints team... Could have a real good shot at the playoffs. Obviously, they are going to go through a hard NFC division. Um, but if they play my current seventh seed, they might have a good chance of not my current seventh seed. They would play the fifth seed. 
school. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that one. But hey, Saints fans, you might have I have these in here on paper for me. I don't know. I like your good team a lot. Um, to win this division, like I said, you have a rookie quarterback, a very unknown quarterback, and a quarterback who's bounced around to. Where did Baker go? He went to the Browns, then he went to the Rams, and now he's down in Tampa. I want to say the one other place. Oh, Carolina. So, yeah, he's bounced around all the place, and he's almost on his way out. Um, Yeah, but I have you guys going 9-7. and seven. So, securing the fourth seed. So, with that said, let's move on to the AFC South which is a little bit more interesting in my opinion. So, John and I have pretty similar stats from the looks of there. Yes, we do. So, John has the last team, who is the 16th seed in the uh, AFC for us, for him. Uh, he has the Houston Texans going 2-15 and and then a divisional record of 2-4. and four. Above them is the Colts, but barely going 3-14, and 14, with a divisional record of one and five. Both the Colts, he has the Titans going seven and ten with a divisional record of five and one. And then securing the number four seed um, in the NFL playoffs and securing the number one seed in the AFC South is the Jags going ten and seven with a divisional record of four and two. Pretty good. I mainly agree with John on everything, and we're gonna get into that. Um but yeah, let's talk about it. So, coming in last in the AFC South for me, I have the Houston Texans going for 12 and 1. <laughs> Gotta throw a tie in there somewhere, though, right? There's always somehow a tie in every NFL season. Don't know how they do it, but they do. The Texans, CJ Stroud. This whole division is full of rookies. And they got. Um, a great defensive player. I want to say they got... I can't remember who they drafted. Oh, jeez. I'm so sorry. Number three overall. I'll pick NFL. They got Will Anderson. I wanted to say Will Anderson, but they got Will Anderson. And they obviously have CJ Stroud. That's basically it. They don't really have anyone else. Um, They have to do a lot of big recruitment for next year to try to get some vets and some good wide receivers in because they don't have a lot. Um, and honestly, them going 4-12-1 with a record of 1-4-1, I can see it happening. They're not going to be the best team in the division at all. They're going to struggle a lot. They're just not going to play that great. So, in that reason, they're in the bottom of my division the fourth place got. Wow, I cannot speak. <laughs> Moving up, Indianapolis Colts going 5-11-1 with a divisional record of 1-4-1. Colts, Anthony Richardson, same idea. Though, they are better than the Texans. Um, They obviously have Michael Pittman Jr. And, oh man, what's his name? Jonathan Taylor. Though Jonathan Taylor is injured and out for the first four games, and also he probably won't play at all this year, I think. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Anthony Richardson, he's a running quarterback. He honestly could be what the Colts need. The Colts have gone through vet after vet after vet. So getting a new 
face in for them will be great for them. Though, still not great. They're in a hard division just because of who is going to be the top dog this year. So for that rec- reason, I have them going 5-11-1. Up above them, I have the Titans going 8-9 and nine with a divisional record of 5-1. and one, Which is crazy. Um, honestly, I didn't think I could see that happening. The Titans have a good or great running back. They have no wide receivers. They got DeAndre, but everyone says that's where wide receivers go to die. So it's going to be very interesting. And they have Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill had a good season two years ago where the Titans got number one in the division. Last year, they didn't do that great. And now they got Will Levis. Will Levis, man. All rookie quarterbacks in this division except one. I could honestly see him starting after week six or seven. Um, depending on how Tannehill plays. But I don't think the Titans are going to be horrible. I think they're going to be around the same pace as last year. It's basically the same team. Um, so yeah, Mike Favreau is a great coach. So we'll see what he decides to do um, for that reason. The Titans going 89 with a divisional record of 5 1. Leading the top dog, Jacksonville Jaguars going 11 and 6 with a divisional record for a divisional record of 4 and 2. Wow. Jaguars, they have a chance to be really, really good this year. People are throwing them in the number one seed. I'd agree. However, I think the Jags are not going to get the number one seed. The AFC is loaded. I think it's going to be very hard for them to do that. Um, they have a lot of key games and big games all on the road this year and at home. But I, they're going to obviously finish first in this division. Everyone else is going through a rookie quarterback or going through a mess of a season to get out of this season and just get more recruitment or get recruitment along the way. Just figure out where they play off, play in this NFL. Play in this NFL. That made no sense. Where they will, uh, where their spot will be in the NFL upcoming seasons because there's not a lot of good things coming out for this team. Um, or for all, or for these divisions, excluding the Jags, maybe the Saints. Um, but yeah, the Jags, they're going to play two games in London this year, uh, back to back, one against the Bills. And then I believe the other one, I saw it. Man, this is going to bother me. Hold on. That's not it. Ow. Hold on. I'm never going to find it. All right, last look. No idea. I can't tell you off the top of my head. But, obviously, they always play over there. Duval is getting massive. Um, Arena... Not arena stadium changes over the next couple of years. Uh, so the fans are going to get draw more in and with a great team and Trevor Lawrence leading them. Obviously, they got Calvin Radley, Evan Engram. Uh, I can't. How do you say his name? Wow. Dude, this is why I need John because John helps me out with a lot of this stuff. Um, Travis Etienne. 
as their running back. And then Doug Peterson as the head coach, which Doug Peterson had that amazing Super Bowl run with the Philadelphia Eagles a couple seasons back. Um, so, yeah, I expect really good things for Jacksonville. I could honestly see them getting really far in the playoffs. Maybe even making the Super Bowl. Maybe. I'm a big fan of Jacksonville. They're my favorite AFC South, uh, AFC team, excluding the Steelers. Steelers are my favorite. Um, but I love what Jacksonville's doing down there. I love their system. They're going to play great this year. They're really going to really play great this year. They have the best future and study the Saints. Everyone else is building their future right now. Um, and who knows? Carolina could be changing things up next season or the following season. Same thing with the culture of the Texans. But right now, Jags are going to win the division. Saints are going to win their division. So, tomorrow, tomorrow's episode, John will be back, and we will be giving her a little more opinions, more and more. Uh, I'm sorry, this is just so, yeah, everywhere. Um, never recorded by myself. I'm going to learn how to do better and be better at this, but we wanted to get this out for you guys. Um, this isn't even a long episode. It's probably going to be like 17 or 18 minutes after everything has gone through. Um, but once John comes over in the next episode, we will start talking more and go from there. Uh, yeah, that's basically about it. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram, Twitter, slash X, TikTok. Um, we have a Facebook now, too. Always forget about that. But we're slowly transitioning into posting on that stuff, as well as video content is coming out. It just wasn't happening for the series because... I'm not home. John's not home. It's a holiday weekend here in the States. So we're trying to get in there as fast as possible. We're making it happen. We promise just finishing up the final things. We've been saying that since July, but we have. Um, but yeah, make sure you stay tuned for tomorrow's episode as we go through the West. I'm pretty sure. Is it the West? Yes. As we go through the West and John will be back. Uh, my name is Carlin Jacob. This has been Inside the Dome. Thank you for listening. Peace.